0: Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Good day, happy, happy Monday, happy day everybody. So I'll give it just a moment as those of you are tuning in and joining us today. I'm Christina, Jai Bhakti Yoga welcome welcome Nicole welcome everyone thank you so much for joining today's topic as always every monday every single monday we're here live to talk about all things wellness yoga related Um, but we talk about hard conversations we have the conversations that a lot of our community really has some aversion to speaking about and we want to bring this up because we're all going through this We've been currently working through suicide, suicide awareness, trauma. We've gone over yoga is not a performance, which you can go back to our IGTV Lives here on Instagram and watch, as well as on YouTube. So we have them there. And it's just really important that we understand why we do yoga. And yoga isn't about being flexible physically. It is, in a way, obviously, because we're stretching and we're doing the work, but the flexibility is with ourselves. And it's with accepting ourselves on a variety of levels that, at times, we, in our own right, put up a lot of judgment and we put up our own walls. So. I want to introduce over the next four weeks, we will be partnering with some really, really incredible uh, survivors and uh, leaders in the industry of mental health and wellness. We will be gifted and blessed to receive four weeks with Maria Colleen who is a dear friend of mine, went through a teacher training with me also, and she in herself is not just an artist and a creative, but she's a survivor of sexual abuse and trauma and depression, and she has been coping with this transformation for quite a long time. And as she is waking up into her body again and coming back into herself, she has so many wonderful nuggets of information to help so many others with what they may be going through in this respect. She also will be sharing her story and where she has come from and how she's still coping with depression and trauma. She's been in isolation for herself four years prior and during and now through COVID. So isolation for her is a very, Very, very powerful thing to talk about because she knows the isolation that you have within yourself, even when you're amongst many others. So she will be joining us for four weeks every Monday, starting next week, diving into some really hard conversations. And I have some key points I'd love to share with you all and talk about. And our other guest that we will be having is NAMI, based out of New Orleans. And of course, it is a National Association of mental health, and so we are going to be blessed to have Lashonda from NAMI speak with us um, in a coming episode, so stay tuned for that and when we will be announcing that here on our social media and our mailing list, so join us on our mailing list for that as well on our website, jbyfnola.org. I'd like to open with a quote, and this quote is from Dr. Um, Bob Roth, who is our lovely Transcendental Meditation leader and teacher um, that we practice globally with twice a day, with tm-meditate.org, and it's a wonderful community-based held space for us to come together and hold this coherence, and we'll talk about that. Dr. Tony Nader speaks about that a lot. And, um, and I'll give you some medical references as well for those of you that are in the medical field and mental health and social working field. This would be a valuable resource for you to utilize in your professions um, and help guide you as we do more studies on the brain. And I like to open up with this quote that I learned on one of our TM talks, and that was, I accept the sunshine as much as I accept the storms. I accept the sunshine as much as I accept the storms so we'll sit with that for a moment because we have our good days and we have our bad days and we have all the days in between right so we like to talk a lot about this term clicking out, all right? And that there is a real that is a real thing, okay? Clicking out is a real thing. And there may be a point where we get to that you're pushed to a certain space just like in your yoga practice, you get to a point where you're like, man, this is it, and then you like, all of a sudden you float into that space, right? All of a sudden it clicks in and you got it. That same thing happens to you in your mind, okay? And over time, right, something keeps edging you on, okay? Over time there's gonna be a moment where you're gonna be like, okay, stop. It's enough, right, it's enough. And that enoughness, Is when we get to a point where we click out or oh my god you're crazy you lost your mind you're out of your mind you get you hear it all especially if you're in a relationship with someone and you're going back and forth back and forth back and forth all the time the same samskara eventually one of you is gonna click out okay in mental health that that clicking out is from the low road response and It is an immediate response. It's an emotional response that over time you've been suppressing. So you have not been able to release any of these emotions. You have not been able to share an offer. And so what happens just like a volcano and just like in Pitta Dosha, our Agni, our fire is churning and it's moving. And if this fire is not able to process um, well, for lack of a better word, then it's going to remain a little stuck. There's gonna be kind of a a stuckness, a stickiness. Water is sticky as well. So it will get condensed and we'll have blockages and then we won't be able to push through anything. And in that same respect, there comes a point where it starts to bubble up. Well, if it can't go down, it's gotta come up. And so heat rises. And when heat rises, all of a sudden, All of these emotions explode. And then what happens? And so that's the clicking out. That's when I can't take it anymore. Like that, people act upon the clicking out. And they will maybe commit suicide. Maybe kill somebody else. Maybe harm someone else. Maybe take it out on somebody else. If you've ever heard hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people people. So when we are in that space, we want to be heard. We want someone to feel our feelings. We want someone to understand what it feels like to be in this vessel, in this body, with not an ability to share it, right? So these triggers, it could be as simple as someone asking you to take the trash out and all of a sudden we click out, right? We click out. It could be based on a tone, all right. And so we just never know we just never know what's going on behind that that mask that we wear literally and figuratively, right? Literally and figuratively, the masks that we wear. So if you notice that someone's having a difficult time, some people might say, "Yeah, you know what? Me too. We all are. We all are." We all are. We all have our moments. We all have our difficult times. And we have difficult times now more than ever. And that's a space that we want to just acknowledge to be held in for each other. All right? Because some of us have tools that we're able to cope and use to cope with what's going on. We're able to use those tools to really invite and to share in, in, these, in, this, in these experiences and maybe they're at their lowest right now you know they're at their lowest and this is a time where we want to be able to encourage others and encourage ourselves as well to hold the space with one another. Dr. Tony Nader points out three things that I want to read out to you all and write down any notes that you might want to take. Uh, Dr. Tony Nader is, you can go to his website and view so much of his information that he has and resources that he shares in regards to mental health and uh, brain study. And so uh, N-A-D-E-R, Nader, Tony, T-O-N-Y, Dr. Tony Nader. So the first of these three points is do not panic. Trust in our togetherness, and he he elaborates on this. Do not panic. Trust in our togetherness to do something that is absolutely great. We have a responsibility to fight this disease by making the immune system strong, keeping our bodies healthy so our bodies can defend themselves. Antibiotics generally do not work on viruses, except in very extreme cases. But the practice of Ayurveda helps in a progressive direction. And we talk a lot about Ayurveda on uh, the website. It's a very, very powerful tool. The second that he brings up is Disassociative Identity Disorder. Disassociative, diso- de, um, identity disorder, and that is multiple personalities. Multiple personalities. And this is very important to understand because this will really support the conversation we just had about clicking out, all right? Because we all have a form of multiple personalities. We wear many hats. We wear many hats. We become many, many different things, right? To many, many different people. You know, we're a yoga teacher here, we're a counselor here, we're a coach there, we're a mom here, we're a dad there. You know, we work at a store here, we're a manager there. We are very many different beings in one being, okay? And with that, keep that in mind, that shifting from one personality to the next, and there are more extreme cases than the surface because this does go deeper and deeper, okay? So I will not discredit anyone that does have more deeper experiences of multiple personalities that even have names in and of themselves. Complete different physiologies. And this is how and why they are experiencing this. Disassociative identity disorder, aka multiple personalities, shifting from one personality to the next. And he states, the physiological changes that are affected by each switch, by each switch there's the click in one person he continues one might eat strawberries and be okay with them (laughs) and in another identity they may be highly allergic to strawberries and they will respond differently just the personality shifted but so did the physiology and the sensitivity to the strawberries. So, as you can see, just in that illustration alone, the combination of strawberries for one personality made a huge impact versus strawberries for the other personality. And this is just on the surface level. This is just us on the surface level. so. There is so much more depth to this by understanding what others are going through behind the mask. And the third one is that our body is reacting to foreign material. And the body has to balance this reaction in such a way that it can destroy the virus, but not the body. So the body does not overreact. All the isolation, and this is very, very important, all the isolation, separation, stress, and fear caused by the current pandemic leads to forms of panic and strain, which do not help us, okay? We need to have a healthy mind and body. The impact of the mind and how physiology works are studied in... Psychoneuroendocrine immunology and these influences from the mind and the nervous system. From the nervous system on the endocrine, which are the hormones and the secretion of the hormones, and leading to how the human reacts. Okay, and um, that's from Dr. Tony Nader. And you can go to Psychology Says. And you can put in immunology and I will put all of that in the blog. You can just click it and it'll take you straight there so that you can see these um, incredible um, research that we have there. So I wanted to go over this as a, a kind of like an opening so that you have an idea as to where this conversation is going to be headed to over the next four weeks with Maria Colleen. Um, As well as I want to quickly mention the stats of suicide and this is important because again I will put all of the resources on the blog with the links directly to their studies so you can have them for your reference and for your professional and uh, community development and um, we are going to talk about the suicide statistics especially A couple of key areas that really took me by surprise and one that we need to make sure that we're aware of, um, especially in our senior community. Suicide, this is according to the National Institute of Mental Health, so you can go to nimh.gov to get this information. Suicide was the second leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 10 and 34. It is the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 35 and 44. Furthermore, they continue to share suicide is among the leading cause of death in the United States. In the United States. And this is based on the recent mortality data. Suicide in some populations is on the rise. Some populations I like to highlight is our black community, our minority communities, specifically our transgender community in the LGBTQU. They are one of the leading of the LGBTQU to be in the suicide category right now. So this is something that's really serious. Um, There's three main definitions about suicide that I'll go over real fast. And this is just to clarify because there's people that think about it, there's people that act upon it, and there's people that attempt it. And so this is suicide. Suicide is defined as death caused by self directed, injurious behavior with the intent to die as a result of the behavior. A suicide attempt is a non fatal, self directed, potentially injurious behavior with the intent to die as a result of the behavior. A suicide attempt might not result in injury, but it may result in permanent damage. Suicide ideation refers to thinking about, considering, or planning suicide. This was shared by the CDC and it was revealed that amongst the amount of deaths that since 2021 of February, the leading death, give me one second, there's a little bit of a pause there, the leading cause of death or the leading group, this is what broke my heart, y'all, I, almost, I, I broke down and cried so I had to prepare, amongst males 75 years and older. I thought immediately of my grandfather. 75 years of age and older. So this was based on data now from the CDC and then going into substance abuse, the highest is ages 18 to 25, trying to numb the pain, 18 to 25. And I say numb the pain because Maria Colleen's gonna be talking about numbing the pain. She will be talking about how this was happening in her life. And, um, you know, some may not be aware that they have a mood imbalance. So we can consider mood imbalances as well. Um, this could be mental, emotional. They play it off as mercury and retrograde all the time. So we want to really consider the mood imbalances and the shifts and, and, and really what is the root of it. What is the root of it? Where did it come from? Where did it start? How did it start? What was the environment you were in? And these are questions I want you to consider. Get your pen and paper out um, because sometimes we are in the longest river, denial, and we need to find our way out of denial. So here's a couple of things. Write these down this is your homework, this is your self work, this is your life work. So quickly, I would like you to write down, start with looking at the side effects of every medication you are taking. Every single meditation that you are on right now, do yourself a favor, go straight to the side effects. And then see if they are working against each other as opposed to with each other. And then also look at what's in it and the amount that's in it because chances are you can find this through ayurveda okay m-a-p-i.com go there get your dosha quiz find out your constitution and let's start working on getting rid of what no longer serves you and then i want you to take a look at your food what kind of food are you eating is it fresh is it clean is it organic Is it processed? What is it processed with? Look into your food. Get into your diet. Are you eating three times a day? Is your biggest meal in the middle of the day? So let's start working on nourishing ourselves. Nourishing ourselves, okay? What are your surroundings? This is very important. This is a huge contribution to your mental health and well-being. Where are you? Are you safe? Do you need help? Do you need to get out? You need to send us an email and we will help you. We will get you the right resources, okay? Is your environment pleasant? Is it happy? Is it bright? Is it dark? What are you inviting in? What are you not letting in? What are you blocking, okay? Are you drinking plenty of water? Are you hydrating yourself? Are we lubricated? Are we able to balance our kapha? Are we able to support getting that gentle movement with vata and pitta, getting the agni, the fire stoked, right? So checking in with these doshas, checking in with our immune system, okay? And then last couple ones here. What activities are you doing or not doing? What are you maybe putting off? Maybe what are you wanting to do and maybe setting those goals to begin doing them, all right? Start to work on adding some activity, even if it's a walk after your heaviest meal to allow everything to digest and process to enliven and enrich the body, all right? And then when was the last time you were able to express yourself without judgment so that you could be heard? Focus on that, reflect on that. Maybe it's a video, maybe it's a journal entry, but reflect on that, okay? You can share that with me and uh, send it to me if you'd like. But know that you are not on this journey alone, all right? We're all in this together. We are here to support you, and you will see Maria Colleen next week speaking about her journey and some really important points that I hope will inspire, encourage, empower, and motivate many of you that may be in the suicide idealism and or in suicide attempts so that we can turn around that boat and navigate the waters to a new horizon. All right. I want to leave you with this quote by Meredith Hart over at MIU, one of my favorite professors to watch her teachings and yoga therapist, Meredith Hart. And she asks us, are you resting in your wholeness? Are you resting in your wholeness? And that is what we will open up with. And like Bob Roth said, I accept the sunshine as much as I accept the clouds. I accept the sunshine as much as I accept the clouds. So with that, I will leave you my loves, and till next week, namaste, much love, and I'll see you then. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion, or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love. And namaste.